Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Welcome back. Today, I am following on from last week's podcast episode where I talked about what past brides wish they hadn't forgotten about. Now, last week was more like lighthearted and some a little funny, but also amazingly helpful tips. So please go back and listen if you missed that episode and you don't want to forget some little items that you might not think about. But this week is part two. And today I'm going to cover what I feel are the more important things that past brides wish they hadn't forgotten. And some of these I feel that they could affect how you feel after the big day and sometimes they can stay on your mind. So I just wanted to separate those two lists. So let's just get straight into it. A packing list at the end of the night for the person you delegate to collect your things from the venue. And I love this one absolutely love this one. I have there, I sell a delegating checklist for this reason so that, you know, you can delegate certain people to certain tasks so that nothing gets forgotten. And so you're not trying to do everything, but giving them an actual packing list is going to make their job so much easier. Otherwise, sometimes they're like relying one on the venue or the coordinator to tell them what they're collecting. And sometimes they're already gone home or they don't a hundred percent remember. And you don't really want the person just kind of like wandering around and picking up things. Cause they also might pick up things that the stylist might then charge you for because it's been taken or might be the venues that they accidentally take. So put them together a list, you know, that might be the guest book. It might be the wedding cake that's left over your gifts, your cards, your, any guest favours that are left on the tables that you don't want, you know, wasted, any cake bags that are left. The, the list is endless. You will know. You will know. You might also fill the room with decorations, but give them a list so they can check it off and they can know that they've got everything. And then also the venue will probably help them collect all those things too. Print extra copies of everything. Now, I love this and I have suggested this before in the past and I love that other, you know, past brides have said they wish they did this. And when I'm saying print extra copies of everything, I'm talking vows, readings, timings, you know, the schedule, speeches, the MC schedule especially, speech if you're doing a speech or just a copy of other people's. If you've got that, you shouldn't have though because it should be a surprise. (laughs) A photo list. And what I would recommend is once you have extra copies of those, give a copy to like the MC or your main contact that you delegate for the day out of your friends or family. That is that contact person if a supplier needs anything. Give the venue a copy of everything. Give the celebrant a copy of everything. Like I cannot recommend this enough because I have seen at weddings where the couple have forgotten their vows And for some reason, the celebrant didn't have one. I've seen that happen before. And that sometimes could be an accident or they could be new to their job. Or the person that's doing a reading or one of the readings forgets theirs or they leave it in the taxi 
or, you know, they can't find their bag or just something. Someone else has a backup of all those things. And it's so important. Like I cannot stress. So again, extra copies of vows, readings, timing, speeches, photo list, anything that is important. Saving the bouquet. Oh, yes. I'm so glad that brides mentioned this one because I didn't save mine and I'm still sad about it to this day. I rushed off to my honeymoon. It was sitting on my kitchen bench. My mother-in-law stayed with my father-in-law at our house after we went away for our wedding. And I'm so glad she got to look at them. But I wish I said to her, you know, after a couple of days, can you turn them upside down and dry them out? Or I wish I had sent them off to someone to put in some resin or something because you pay so much money for those flowers and they're so beautiful. And I came home and it was like 40 degrees where I was living at the time and they were just dead. And it was so sad to see them like that. So organize that. Don't forget to organize that. And the next one is to actually light the candles or organize a couple of people to remember to do it. This happens often at weddings and like the bride will get halfway through the night and go, no one's lit the candles. And, you know, it's not like something a lot of people will notice, but sometimes that sets the ambience for the room. But also what a big waste of money that you've spent all that money and that's the look you were going for and thinking about and now they haven't even been lit. And venues often forget to light them too. And I've seen venues quickly rushing around during the night lighting them. So just tell a couple of friends or family, hey, can you make sure that the the candles are lit? And I also want to say if your venue is outside or you've got lots of windows and doors that are going to be open, don't have candles. It just doesn't work and it's too much of a risk because of wind. So just, just plan not to spend your money there. Now, so many brides said that they forgot, well, they didn't forget, but the venue or the caterer or whatever, to cut the cake. Yes, this truly happens. It often, oh, oh my gosh, I know it happens. I even know once when I was so new, this is like going back 22 years ago, when I was really new to being a wedding coordinator, I remember once remembering that the cake hadn't been cut and I it was like 10 minutes before the wedding finished. So I was like, <gasps> I quickly cut it up and I had, a, you know, one of my waiters race around handing it out and no one really noticed. But I've seen at weddings where I've been a guest where the cake's completely forgotten. And it's just because of at that point, you know, it's one of the last things that gets done. Everyone's on the dance floor having a good time. No one's thinking about the cake. No one's thinking about the cake. Or the next day they wake up and they're like, oh, I didn't even get any of that cake and it looks so good. And we know how much money gets spent on cake. So just, I don't know with this one, like the venue should remember. (laughs) But as I said, they get busy and forget or the kitchen's gone home, you know, the, where, where I always worked, usually quite often the chefs have gone home by that point. So I used to cut up all the cakes and I knew how to do that. The chef taught me. Now I am the cake cutter at every birthday that I go to or wedding anniversary or christening or anything. I'm the, the cake cutter because I know how to do it. But maybe just mention it to one of your bridesmaids. Say, hey, can you make sure the cake actually gets cut up and handed out? Or ask them, can you be the person that hands out the cake? Don't ask the person that drinks a lot. (laughs) Other thing that gets forgotten is not getting enough photos with bridesmaids. I actually wished that I read this before I got married because I, I had an amazing photographer, but we chose to have candid photos 
he, he was a, we picked him because he was really good at candid photos to, you know, just getting those emotions and following people around and not posy type photos. But I wish I had said to him, can you just make sure that my immediate family and our bridal party have, have proper photos with us? Because I only have one photo. I have two photos, one photo where I'm sitting on the couch where we got ready with my bridesmaids and then one photo of our whole bridal party and all the rest were just walking or talking or laughing and they're beautiful and fun. But I now wish I'd got a photo with each of the bridesmaids and they also asked me after, did we do that? You know, they wanted copies too. So that was something that I wished I'd done. So if you want that or there's a couple of like your grandparents that you really want a photo with them because you know they, they're going to want that portrait style photo, just mention that to your photographer beforehand. Are you dreaming of your honeymoon, but amongst all the wedding planning, don't know where to start or can't even imagine finding the time to plan your honeymoon? Well, let me tell you, after all the hours of planning and excitement of your wedding date, there is nothing that you're going to feel like more than taking off on a perfectly organized honeymoon of your dreams and making the most of your love bubble. In my opinion, ensuring you have the perfect honeymoon comes down to one important thing, booking with an experienced travel agent. And there's no one better in this field than Travel Associates. When you find a true travel expert like a Travel Associates advisor, they can take your honeymoon vision and turn it into a reality. They will reveal to you their personal honeymoon recommendations like relaxing in some of the world's best five-star all-inclusive resorts, intricate itineraries where you can explore a new part of the world, and even some hidden gems you might not have thought about before. A Travel Associates advisor will create a personalised itinerary perfectly customized to your needs and more importantly they will ensure your honeymoon is completely seamless so you don't have to worry you have enough worry with your wedding planning from unexpected flight changes to cancellations or anything that might possibly get in the way of your dream holiday your travel associates advisor is there to ensure your experience is perfect and stress-free and who doesn't want that With over 50 offices around Australia and New Zealand and over 200 travel advisors, there are truly no travel agents more experienced or knowledgeable for honeymoons than the travel advisors from Travel Associates. You can personally meet with a travel advisor and start dreaming of your perfect honeymoon today. And if there's not an office local to you, they are happy to design your perfect honeymoon over the phone or video chat too. Submit an inquiry via travelassociates.com or head to the podcast show notes so you can be connected to a Travel Associates honeymoon expert and start planning your dream honeymoon today. Getting everyone to sign the guest book so that it's not empty. This, oh, yeah. There would be, I reckon, 50% of weddings that would say they got their guest book back or whatever you chose to have as an alternate guest book and it's empty, or only a couple of people did it. So one not only put it on the MC's run sheet to keep reminding people a couple of times during the night or day, whenever your wedding is, but also assign someone to take it around or to go and tell guests, hey, have you been over and signed the chopping board or whatever it is you're having? Get someone to do that. If it can be taken around, get someone to hand it around because what will then happen is when one table finishes, they'll pass it to the next. 
This one is for the ladies. So boys, cover your ears if you're listening. I don't want to embarrass you. And ladies, many of you would not have thought of this. I actually did an Instagram reel on this a long time ago when reels first came out. But even if it is not that time of the month, pack a tampon because the amount of brides that have theirs come on early or at that time when it's not even due is really high. And it's because the adrenaline rush and all the endorphins and dopamine and everything that's going on your body can bring it on. So it is an absolute true thing. I One of the brides actually said to me that when this happened to her, she didn't know when she was in the car and when she got to the ceremony, there was blood everywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, you poor thing. I'm sorry to hear that. And she was like, oh, my bridesmaids were amazing. We went to the bathroom and we cleaned it up and we had wipes. And so have some baby wipes even. (laughs) They're great for everything. They're even good for, you know, wiping makeup off people's outfits from cuddling and stuff. And she said that they were amazing. They got it all off. They found someone who had a tampon and moved on with the night and that now she laughs about it, but that could end up a real disaster or you might not know. And then everyone else sees it. So please make sure you've got that on you. And then the last one, before I go on to giving you an awesome top tip is to take time and take it all in. I reckon I had over 30 past brides say this to me in the list that I've been collecting. And that's only in a couple of weeks. So It's a really hard one to actually for me to cover in this episode because it really is a whole episode on its own. And I have done episodes in the past on it. I can't remember the the numbers. I'll I'll try and do it, remember to do it after and put it in the show notes. But, you know, it does go fast. That is true. It absolutely flies, the wedding. It's over before you know it. So take a moment to grab your partner, step aside and hug and look at the wedding together and just feel so blessed and do that a few times because honestly, you will be so happy you did and you will regret it if you don't. And that's one of the biggest things that most of the brides, you know, wished that they had done. So cliche as it is, try to take that time and make that happen. Now, I want to give you a top tip that I've never talked about before. And someone brought this up with me recently and I just loved it. And I felt like it really fitted in with this episode of all the things that, that, you know, you wish or past brides wished that they hadn't forgotten. And the reason it came up, it was because many had said that they wish they had more photographs with their individual tables and with the guests. Now, I've got an amazing tip that's going to really help you with that one because we all know sometimes there isn't actually enough time to get around and have photographs with every table and that can take time as well, especially if you're having a big wedding. So I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but there's a song called Freeze Frame, but you can get your DJ to play Freeze Frame and basically the bride and the groom sit in the middle of the floor and each time the song says Freeze freeze frame, a party of guests or a group of your guests, they run up and they pose with you for a pick. And you basically with, you know, play the song once or twice, you get picks with all your guests and you get your MC involved to announce what you're doing and, you know, pick any song really. It doesn't have to be that one, but the MC can say, every time we pause the song, 
a group of you needs to run and have a photo with the bride and groom. And honestly, oh my gosh, I love this so much because it makes the dance floor fun. It makes the photographs more fun and not so stiff. And what great memories you're going to have because those guests are going to get so involved and they're going to get soaked up in the atmosphere. And it's going to, it's kind of like a game, but not a cheesy game, you know? And I just think, wow, what memorable photographs to have. So I absolutely love this tip. I think it's fantastic. I have never seen it done in a wedding and I don't know why. I mean, I've worked thousands of weddings and I've organized like, I think I've organized over 9,000 events. Maybe there's probably even a bit more now events all up. So I've done a lot and I have no idea why I've never seen this done, but I think it's brilliant. Just make sure you talk to your DJ and your MC so that they both know what's going on and they can coordinate that together. And if you listen to the, you just can Google freeze frame song on YouTube. And if you're like, well, that's not really my type of music. Even if it's not your kind of music, to be honest, people will understand because it says freeze frame and it's kind of like excited, upbeat sort of song. But if you listen to it and you're like, I really don't want that song, it's going to, you know, change the music for my party, which it won't because guests are going to get so excited that afterwards they're going to dance to anything because they're so amped up. Pick a song then that suits you and get the DJ to play that. Explain to the DJ that you want, you know, what you want to do. Explain to the MC. They can make it work together. And, of course, the photographer. Let the photographer know. That's the most important. Otherwise, no one's going to be able to take any of those photos. But, yeah. I absolutely love that tip. I think it's fantastic. I hope you love it too. I think it's definitely something worth considering. So that's a wrap on this episode. I absolutely loved collecting this forgotten list from past brides over the last couple of weeks, and I hope it has helped you. If so, please leave a review on the podcast platform you use. I would be so grateful if you do. And also, if you're worried about forgetting to organise anything important, for your wedding day and don't wish to make the same mistakes other couples have made, then the Calm Bride Planner course is perfect for that. I have extensive checklists and guides so nothing is forgotten and so that you're calm and organized in the lead up and you can enjoy the day so much more. I'm going to link my free wedding workshop in the show notes so that you can learn more about the Calm Bride Planner and also learn the method I use so that you don't forget anything in the lead up to your wedding. I also cover in that workshop the mistakes couples make when planning their wedding day. The workshop is jam-packed with wedding tips, so head to the show notes to watch that one. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organised while planning the wedding of your dreams.